This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right, now. Pro Bowl weekend in the books. NFC had a defensive stand to end it 64-59. Baker Mayfield, Demario Davis were named MVP of the big event. See the report of how much uh, Baker Mayfield's probably going to get? 40 million I saw. 40 million. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I think he's probably earned that kind of salary now. Yeah, good for him. I'm just saying good for him. Uh great for him. One one year deal. Has a good year, win the division, win a playoff game, win big in a playoff game, compete in another playoff game. I, I mean, let's be fair. He probably earned it, right? He probably deserves it. Yeah, he deserves it. It's just, I mean, it's just wild with how much quarterbacks get paid in a salary cap sport, how much money they take up on the um, cap. Giants interviewed Vikings assistant. Is it Durante Jones? I believe For it's what, Durante the DC, Jones. The DC spot? Yeah, for the D.C. opening. You find it odd the Giants have not hired anybody yet? Do I find it odd? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's odd. I, I think it's, I mean, there's still some questions around even the Kafka stuff. Like well, the well they've, that, blocked, they've blocked Seattle. Seattle's not going to be talking with Kafka. I, I understand that. I understand that. But how desperately does Mike, like how, how good is that work environment? Like, does Mike Kafka want to be here? Uh, although it does kind of lead me that maybe the Giants are going to be going after the Chiefs linebackers coach. Or secondary coach for their for their job, and that's why they're still waiting. They got to figure it out because I mean, you're talking about a lot of turnover here. I mean, you got a new special teams coordinator. You're going to have right. a new defensive coordinator. Right. I mean, that's you saw what happened in Philly. Now, I mean, I, I don't know how good a, a head coach Nick Sirianni is, but I mean, that was something that everyone pointed to. Hey, you lost. I mean, you lost Gandy. You lost Steichen. What's this going to look like? And I mean, defensively. Dude, they led the league in sacks last year. They have 70 sacks last season. Defense wasn't the same. Offense wasn't the same. I mean, that, that situation's a mess. So now you have this whole thing with Brian Dable and how he gets along with the coaches. I mean, Wink doesn't have a job either yet. So, I mean, I don't know how much of that I believe and I don't believe, but they got to figure it out because, again, I mean, if they don't draft the quarterback, you've said this a couple different times, if they don't draft the quarterback. Pressure's on. And you're going with Daniel Jones, the pressure's, yep. uh, Pre- pressure's Brian on. going to be right in the hot seat. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury going to be the OC of the Commanders, and Joe Witt the DC on Dan Quinn's staff. Yeah, it sounds like so he was initially going to be the offensive coordinator for the Raiders, right? And, and that fell through. That doesn't happen. He ends up now he's the offensive coordinator for Washington, and people are starting to try to connect the dots that Washington has the second pick. Caleb Williams has said he doesn't want to be a Chicago Bear. That's why Kingsbury's in Washington. Raymond, what was Joe Witt's job with uh, the Cowboys? Defensive assistants and uh, secondary coach. Mm-hmm. So, so he's and he step it, up and be the, the DC with. Oddly uh, enough, he was supposed to interview today for the Cowboys defensive coordinator slot, but he opted to take uh, that position instead. Uh, Matt Miller has his newest mock draft out right now. I'm oh, going to nice. run through it as, yes, as we please. are ensconced in around the league. Williams one to Chicago. Drake May two. To Washington, Jaden Daniels three, Marvin Harrison four. Here's where I think we have the first kind of, I don't know, surprise. Malik Neighbors five 
Rome Odunze to the Giants, six. Joe Alt, seven. Terrian Arnold, and then corner out of what? Alabama, right? Eight. Fashanu, nine to the Bears. And the kid from uh, Oregon State, who I know the Jets like, is who uh, Matt Miller has him taking. I don't know how to say his name. So we're getting a tackle. Yes. He has three tackles in the top ten going. Yeah, so he's not. So that's not the only one. So I think Mel has you guys taking Odunze, too. In his well, mock. In Mel's most recent mock that I had seen, he had neighbors going to the Giants. Oh, what did I just see? Unless he had one that, that came out like yesterday that I didn't see yet. Yeah. I might be wrong. I could have sworn I saw it on Mel's. Unless I've never seen Odunze going to the Giants um, from anybody yet. But it's going to change a million times. By the way, where are we with the whipped cream and Mel? Uh, whipped cream and Mel? Uh, right. You tell me when you want me to send it. You want me to send it this week? RJ. R- yeah. RJ. Yeah. Yes. Where's RJ? I said yes. Oh, I didn't hear you. I heard Mel yammering. Away. Yeah. Yeah. What Um. What do you think? I think now is when we really got to step it up with Mel. So you think within the next 10 days, Rick sends the first supply of whipped cream? Well, here's the thing, though, because here's what I'm, I'm worried about in the long term. Maybe he, Rick needs some offsetting costs to assist with the sending of the whipped cream. What does that mean? I think maybe we have to start chipping in. It's been a couple of years now. Absolutely. I think it's it's time. I even said last year, let me send one of the shipments, and he was very territorial. He's like, no, 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 I send the whipped cream. I think what you need to do is Rick purchases it. You need to go down there and hand deliver it. I think that's what we need. I'm not driving to Baltimore with the whipped cream. You were basically just there. No, I was nowhere near Baltimore. Yo, it's on the way. What do you want me to drop it from the plane? Like D.B. Cooper? No. <laughs> Land your private jet right in Baltimore. Stop over. Here's what I'm willing to do. Hang with Mel. Here's what I, if I can get an itemized worksheet of what Rick is spending on the whipped cream, on the packaging, on the on the delivery, I will pay half of that. That's fair. Yeah, but it's not but it's not even a it's not a money thing. It's just a, it's it's a time thing. Well, what do you want me to do? Give you time? No, you can't. You want me to give you a watch? No, I don't need a watch. I'm just saying, like the amount of the, the amount of time. Let's not forget too that Mel cheated on us with the K show. So there is, I mean, there should be some punishment for that. So, so maybe you send him fully fatted whipped cream. No, because you won't eat it. I think maybe instead of sending him twelve, maybe I send him six as six. Like a statement. Yeah, start with six. You start with and six you say and you earn the there's and with a, with a note, a, a, a threatening note. There's more of this to come if you remember where your bread is buttered. Something right. like that. And I'll cut out. I'll cut out letters. Yes. Like a ransom note. Yes. And then say, please send $2.1 million to and give the, the studio address. Yeah, no. How about we just say, please send mock please send mock draft 2.0 week early. That would be nice. So we that, can look at it. That would be nice. Uh, Saints are planning to make Niners passing game specialist Clint Kubiak their new offensive coordinator. I'm guessing that's Gary's kid. Oh, you're guessing that it's Gary's kid? I'm, I mean, I'm guessing. I don't that know. That is correct. I think yeah. you're guessing correctly, my friend. There you go. You're guessing correctly. I'm a very good guesser. Ah, uh, you are. Saints offense your was, best was not good this year. The Saints offense? No. No. Underwhelming, to say the least. Uh, by the way, you're listening to DNR 98.7 ESPN WEPN FM in New York. So you remember when you said Cliff Kingsbury, OC of the Raiders? Yep. He's out. Know who's in? Luke, Luke Getze will be yep. the new OC of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, which is great, but they still have to figure out what they're doing at the quarterback position. Uh, if you if you look in your uh, your hot take book, it says Justin Fields. It does say Justin Fields. 
But that didn't happen yet. No, it didn't happen yet. That's not uh, happened yet. Liam Cohen is going to be the new OC of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, listen, Tampa's going to, I mean, we'll see what happens with Mike Evans. It sounds like it sounds like Baker's going to go back there for some nice, a nice size chunk of change. Um, yeah, but is Baker as good if he doesn't have Mike Evans? That's a good question. But Baker's, I mean, again, Baker's earned it. They want to play. I mean, they win the division, won a playoff game. I mean, yeah, he's going to get paid. Right? I mean, that's what uh, yeah, happens. And, uh, he's going to, and he deserves to. So now he's going to get, and they're going to ask him to do more now because he's making more money. And this but is good. where the disappointment is going to stem from. Right. But <laughs> I mean, well, trust me, I, I've, I've lived this life. Uh, you're currently living this life. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ensconced in that right now. Leslie Frazier joining Mike McDonald on the Seattle staff as their assistant head coach. Smart move. I like the what Seahawks. they're doing at Seattle, man. Yeah. Everyone I've heard thinks that that McDonald hire is a love the hire slam dunk hire, and now what he's doing with the staff, right? And bringing in a guy who has been a head coach in this league, it's it's very smart. It's huge. I told you I was listening to um, Chuck Pagano the other day, and he was he was saying that he's like the fact that he had, you know, like he had Bruce Arians, like he had guys on his staff that he could just if he had a question because it's a lot, right? Like I mean, the, the head coach is not just <laughs> it's probably less coaching than you're accustomed to doing. Like this, you're dealing with everything, so to have somebody like that that has the experience you can ask those kind of questions to is huge. Huge. Got a really nasty email about you, but we'll get to that in just a couple of months. Uh, how did I, what, what did I do today to deserve a nasty email? I'll read you the email when we're go, done going around the league. Uh, Tua said he expects a new deal with the Dolphins sometime very soon. There's been communication, he said, down at the Pro Bowl. Also told Pro Football Network that he believes he's going to sign an extension this offseason. Tua led the NFL in passing yards this season with 46-24 while also setting career highs with 29 touchdowns and 17 games played. Um, I guess you kind of have to. That would get me real nervous if I was a fan of the Miami Dolphins. Well, what you just said, though, was the most important thing for him. 17 games played? Right. It's been the biggest question about him. Can he stay healthy? Uh, The the problem with Miami is, I mean, it kind of... Dallas dealt with the same thing, too. Like, I mean, they play good teams, especially good teams on the road. They're just not the same... They're not the same. And at some point, if you're going to get to where they're trying to get to, that's going to change. Right. I mean, they, they fell apart this season is what Miami did. Uh, yeah, and you got to think about what happened, too. I mean, that Tennessee game, we pointed that one, but, I mean, they had it right there to have to have home field. They well, that was, the, that was the worst of all of them because you right. win that Tennessee game week 18 against Buffalo is not for, not for anything, really. No, but they didn't, and now all of a sudden they got to win week 18. They don't lose the division. they got to go to Buffalo where it was, I mean— Freeze. They had to go to Kansas City. Well, no, they City, went to Kansas was, City. Yeah, Kansas City was minus 30. Oh, yeah, they had no chance to win that game. Good luck. Uh, Stefan Diggs said he's, quote, uncertain what the future holds in terms of remaining in Buffalo. Quote, I feel like I take it day by day. I can't really put the carriage before the horse. Well, that's not a very positive update from Stefan Diggs. No, it's not. It, it, I don't know. He feels like he's kind of a pain in the ass. Like he really does. The, he feels well, very. I mean, listen. This is the kind of where we are with receivers in this league, right? They're they're prima donnas. Well, I, I don't want to say all. Wide a lot of them are. are. If I said I, to you what position is the most difficult to deal with in the NFL, it would be. It'd be wide receiver. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, last year, remember what happened? He kind of like he's so animated on the sideline. A lot of people, the sidelines. A lot of people thinking like he's showing up, Josh Allen. And then this this year in the postseason, Josh Allen throws a dime. He doesn't catch it. And now, I mean. I can imagine too with Joe Brady as the OC, he wasn't 
he wasn't as productive with Joe Brady as the OC. It just feels like he's never happy. It feels like he's never happy. All right, so let me throw this out there for you. He was very happy with Brian Dable. You see any way that the Giants make a move for uh, Stephon Diggs? Uh, you need something. I mean, he is a is a huge upgrade compared to what you have. Uh, he's a legit one, right? Yeah, he's a legit one. Could Daniel Jones get him the ball? I mean, I, I, yeah, I think so. But Who knows? I mean, the offense wasn't nearly as good with Daniel Jones in it last year. Um, senior Bowl news. Michael Penix sat out the game itself as the national team won 16-7 over the American team. Penix practiced all week for scouts, opted not to play. Bo Nix played only two series. So did South Carolina's Spencer Rattler for the American team. Yeah, apparently to Jeff Ulbrich, the uh, D.C. for the Jets. He's getting reviews. a lot of love. Rave reviews. Rave reviews. Next head coach around NFL circles. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, Penix... For him, I would say, I mean, he had an unbelievable semifinal game, was not nearly good in the national championship. I mean, maybe, I, I guess, if you wanted to kind of leave the last impression as you go out and you, you play great in the senior bowl, I guess that would probably be good for you, but he must have felt comfortable in his practices. Pro- I, I, think it's, I think the game is almost like, I'll say unnecessary, but in some ways it is. Like, I think the, the coaches really, really watch the practices in, really closely now. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and then you learn a lot with the kids and how they practice and, and all those different things, getting a chance to be around them. But I'm just saying, like, if you wanted, like, the last impression you got of Michael Penix was not a good one. No. The, the last the time you saw you him got play prior was to great. that, though, was a great one. Right. So I'm just saying, like, you have an opportunity now in the Senior Bowl. Practices go well. Maybe you right. play a couple series. Look like the guy that we all saw in the semifinal game. And maybe people are like, oh, okay, it was just one of those days for him. Well, maybe he felt like he did that with, with the practices alone and playing in the game was unnecessary. Yeah, you don't want to risk injury. I get it. Uh, Bill Belichick wrote a, a beautiful, heartfelt letter to the uh, the fans of the New England Patriots saying Patriots Nation knows no borders, no boundaries. He signed it, quote, with respect and admiration, including his handwritten signature. Beautiful. I had an amazing run. An amazing run. I still couldn't believe when I'd go, down, I'd go back there for hockey tournaments and stuff, just like Sports Talk Radio, just crushing him all the time. But I guess you get you get so used to this, you know, such a high standard, though, when it's not the, what you're accustomed I, to. I guess. I, I, I wouldn't know, and you you wouldn't know. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' father, this is uh, not great news, arrested in Texas over the weekend on DWI charges. I think this is the third time he's been arrested on DWI charges. Yeah, it's probably not something you want to be asked, uh, answering questions about. No. Patrick Mahomes. And, is, and, uh, it's, and it's embarrassing. And it, it, you know, I mean, he's been there, and he knows how this whole thing works, but it's got to take something away as you lead up to the game. And, and also, it's like you're Patrick Mahomes senior. Be better, no? Yeah, I also understand. Like, first of all, it's never. There's so many ways to get rides home now when you're drinking. Like, there's no excuse to be. There's, no, there's no excuse. There's you can no have excuse. an Uber in three minutes wherever you are. Yeah, and on top of that too, I like, guess this is this is Super Bowl week, man. Like, the last thing you want to do is be a a distraction to your kid trying to win a Super Bowl. If you're getting arrested for a DWI or DUI, you're basically saying, I don't care. Because to, to not get into the car and drive on your own is so simple nowadays. Yeah, dude, we, had, we used to have meetings about it all the time. Like, there's no excuse for you guys. Like, there's plenty of, they give you, I mean, they give you numbers and everything else. Like, just pick up the phone and call somebody. There's no no reason to risk getting yourself in trouble. Uh, Nick Bosa was asked about the Chiefs and what he's seen on tape when it comes to their starting offensive tackles. Taylor and Smith, when you watch them uh, on film, Taylor's, I think, leads the NFL with a ton of penalties. Anything stand out when you watch them? They hold a lot. 
So he's of the mindset that they hold, and he's planting that seed now for the officials. For Smart. Sunday. Smart. I like the gamesmanship. Uh, that We talk about how, how do the Niners win. That would be a way. Now, they haven't shown it yet in the postseason, but this Chiefs offensive line is not great. They've played well, but they're not great. Can the Niners get pressure on, on Mahomes? Yeah, well, I mean, they've played well. They've limited their mistakes. That have, I mean, that were a huge problem during the the entire regular season. But can, they, can the Niners stop the run, man? I mean, that's another thing. Can they stop the run? They haven't yet. They're not good yards after catch, which is something that you know Kansas City's going to try to exploit with screens and everything else. Rasheed Rice. It, listen, it's. I mean, it, these are the two teams that I was looking forward to seeing play. But there, I think there's more questions surrounding the Niners than there are. I agree with that. I agree with that. And there you have it. That's around the league. Uh, we have a frenzy coming up in six minutes. one 800 rj Yes. I have a, I have an email I've received. I, would this be a good landing spot for the email? I think so. Dave, it's mind-blowing to me how much of a fake friend Rick is. He puts on this big fake quote, I'm all for the show and my dear friends. But every single time something comes as far as the hangout is concerned, he bails. It's been going on for almost half a decade with this show. It is what it is at this point. He is not a friend. He's a work colleague. Happy early 40th, Raymond. P.S. Screw you, RJ, and your Niners. Oh, no. Red Kingdom, rise up. Again, Rick, work, colleague. RJ, is there a better better team? Is there a better team at the station than me? Rick's up there. No, don't say I'm up there. Would you say Rick is a great socializer at the station? Not a great socializer. Nobody nobody is questioning Rick like between the hours of 5.30 and 10 o'clock, texting all that elite. Would you say that when you you push your chips to the middle of the table and you say, we're going to get together as a group, that that's Rick's strength. Well, you got to. What's your here definition we, of go. pushing your chips to the middle of the table? Like, well, we're Rick, making it. We're making a plan to get together. Rick's not going to show up. Listen, that's just listen, that's what it is. Rick, Rick is is dealing with some difficulties right now oh in terms God. in terms of making that happen. Let, let, Rick is a very like like generous and loving individual oh most of the God. time. You, we, you, know, you know this. You know. You know what it is. You have completely fallen for the bait. It's like what Jonestown bait? here, and he's got the Kool Aid in front of you, and you're like, "Yes, give that to me." What's the bait? The bait is. He doesn't want to socialize with us. We are colleagues to him. We are, yeah, between the hours of 5.30 and 10, he likes us. We're his family. And when 10 o'clock hits, he's like Fred Flintstone. He's out of the quarry. He's gone. He's home. He's screaming yabba dabba do the he whole time. He doesn't want to be with us. He's shown it time after time. The silence is definitely You're going to get me, gonna get right me upset. Like, I'm going to probably, you're going to get me upset now. Why? Because you're playing into the stupid narrative. Rick gets up at 2.30 in the morning. Rick right. Got, not only does Rick get warned by his car that he probably should fall asleep, take a nap on the way home, he also gets warned on the way in when he almost falls asleep at the wheel. Rick has gets stuck after the, leaves the studio in probably an hour and a half of traffic. Rick then comes home and has a three-year-old that's shot out of a cannon, followed up by Milo's hockey, baseball, see, you name it, Rick's doing it. So if Rick commits to going to this fun little brunch and stuck, gets stuck in the city till I don't know, 11.30, then gets stuck in two hours of traffic, what do you think that does for the rest of Rick's day? Well, I don't know why we're referring to Rick in the third person. Well, when I will, I will, I will most likely almost fall asleep on the wheel on the way home. I don't have the luxury of coming home. My, my older kids, who don't take nearly as much attention as my three-year-old and my eight-year-old and my seven-year-old, I don't have the luxury of going home and taking a three-hour nap and watching Jeopardy. 
I don't get the chance to do that. How dare you talk to me like that? I'm just letting you know. That felt felt personal. It is personal. It was uh, meant to be personal. Somebody, um, high-ranking ESPN official, sends me a text. Make plans with Brian and see if he'll bring Rick along with him. Tell John he can F right off. Oh, no. I didn't say it was John. Yeah, it was John. He can F right off. You don't know who it was. I don't care who it was. Whoever that was, F right off. Oh, no. Don't you see what's happening, RJ? We put we've backed him into a corner, and he can't. I'm not backed right into now. a corner. I would love to hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't have the stamina to hang out with you guys. That's a whole other problem. No, the stamina. Pills fine, for that. Man. I did cramp up the other day, though. I'm saying the cramp, the stamina. Yeah, these, these are these are concerns. You're, you're now. falling apart. All right, so we'll assume you're not going to go, and if you go, which you won't, we'll be pleasantly surprised. Now I don't want to go. Good. We don't want you anyway. Good. No. Uh, yeah. That's fine. We could talk. We, we could talk about you. It'll Good. Be easy, it'll be easier. Good. You don't want to socialize with us. No, you, you can send. You, it, listen, that jack wagon, whoever that was, send all the emails you want when I'm not here, which could be very soon. So, mm-hmm. you're then bailing on sorts, the show. I'll have, have all sorts of free time. All right. Can you can you be nice for a moment? No. Tom, I think you need to be. Nope. Tom in Hazlitt. It's his daughter's birthday, and he and his daughter consume the show every day, and they love it. Hi, Tom. Hey, we're going to make this a positive day, boys. You know, we need to uh, flip the the script here. Um, So, yeah, my daughter and I listen to you guys every day, going to um, drop her off at daycare. And then we listen to Michael K. on the way home. So, um, happy birthday to her. She's three years old today. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Listen to you every single morning. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thanks for Thank the call. You, Wish you a happy birthday from us. We appreciate happy the birthday. phone call. Thanks, thanks, Tom. That was nice. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you right now. Uh, I got another text. Uh, I wouldn't say high ranking, but uh, ESPN employee Rick is dropping in the ranks as we speak. That's fine. Whoever that is is dead to me too. I mean, you're gonna have nobody, no living That's people. Fine. I don't. I don't need. I don't need any people. I'll be Rick on an island by himself. That's what you want anyway. Yeah, that's what I want. Get Brian on the phone. Nope. Let, let, let's invite him to this event. I'm not bringing Brian around you anymore. Why? Because you don't you're, you, you know what it is, RJ? He's scared I'm going to steal Brian. Nope. Yeah, it is. Uh, Brian doesn't even like you. Is that truth right? Be, truth be told. Tr- uh, Brian has told you, quote, I don't like him. I don't like Dave. Mm-hmm. Then you know what? Let's disinvite him. He's not welcome to anything then. I think Dave's a bleep is what he said. Oh, oh is that right? Yep. Okay. Direct quote. I don't know how you put up with that bleep. Oh, I think I, I think that that's fair. I don't think I'm easy to put up with, but at least yeah. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a fraud. Well, you, you claim to want to hang out with us. No, Push I comes to you, shove. I, you don't want to hang out with us. No, I tell you why I can't hang out with you. Uh huh. I got so many children running around. Well, you know what? You should have thought of that before you time. had all these kids. Well, I do what my wife wants. Uh, John Winthrop yeah. has five children. He's yeah. going to the breakfast. Great. I don't, I'm not gonna. I, no, I'm not gonna. Don't don't try to bait me to saying something that'll get me in big trouble. I'm, I'm not, not trying to bait it. anybody with anything. It's exactly what you're trying to do it because you're a master at it. <laughs> That's real, real high comedy there. Yeah, real classy. That's real great. classy. You know what? I'll get down to your level. Let's go, Jack Wagon. Mm-hmm. You see what's happened, RJ? I don't like it. What's happened? He 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 knows he's wrong. He knows oh. he's been found out, and he's now on the aggressive. I don't like where we're going. No, where I don't like going. it either. I think we're I'm, go- I'm getting real close to just walking out of the studio. Right out of the studio. Right out. In my own elevator, by the way. Good, because I'm not going in the elevator with you. You know what you I know, think could, could put a smile on your face, I think? Uh, nothing. I think 
A frenzy maybe could, no? If there was one thing that could, it'd probably be yep. frenzy. And there you go. Raymond, fire up the frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, it is time now for the football frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. How do you get involved? Great question. 1-800-919-3776. If you are not performing at a high level in the frenzy, you stink because we are at the very end of the football season. Also on the Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. So there are numerous ways to get involved and we start the frenzy, and we start it now. Sean in Islip. Sean, you're on the frenzy. Excluding the Jets and Giants, which NFL team had the best throwback jersey of the year? You're more into that than me. I don't know. You can answer Ooh, that. Oh, that's a good question. Um, Oilers, Bucks. I like Oilers Tennessee. Oilers is great. I like Seattle's was nice. Oilers is, t- to me, I love that, Ray. That I think is- it's Oilers or Seattle probably. Seattle is the blue one. No, I like Seattle's yeah. blue, blue, green, silver helmet. Yeah, those are those are nice. To me, the, the the Houston Oilers jerseys are just the greatest thing I've ever seen. Slap in the face to to city of Houston, though. I take that. Uh, Houston's got uh, C.J. Stroud. They're they're all right. Yeah, they've already won. Ira Staten Island. We'll see if he can work his magic in the frenzy. Go ahead, Ira. What are the chances the New York Jets have a home playoff game before the World Cup? game takes place at MetLife Stadium? It's a great question. So, let's figure this out now. That would be how many years? That would be two years? Two years. Because it would be summer of 26. Right. Before the third year starts. I mean, I, I don't expect them to win the division this coming season. So, that means no home playoff game in the first round. I'm going to say 35%. Oh. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm I'm no, being sincere. I I, listen, I don't I have to be higher than that. I have to. Otherwise, what's the sense? Okay. Oh, what's the sense? I'm gonna say I'll, I'll say sixty percent. Six. So you, all right, that's a high number. I know it's a high number. What, is is what? that is that realistic? Is that realistic? Or is that just you're a Jets fan and you're and you're desperate? Well, I think part of it is I'm a Jets fan and I'm desperate and recognize that we probably only have two years of Aaron Rodgers left. I also recognize the fact that our defense is really good. Josh Allen has struggled against our defense. Quarterback play should be a thousand times better. And I feel like this offseason, Joe, Joe Douglas is going to do whatever it takes. Like He's got to go all in. He has no choice. Yeah, he's got no choices, right? Um, Justin Knight tweets in, how much faith do you have in Raheem, the dream, in Atlanta next season? I'll tell you what. I don't know how good he is as a head coach. I know that the players love this guy. Yeah, the players love him, and I'm sure he's going to do a good job. I'm sure he learned from his, you know, his first stint as head coach, and uh, there'll be some things that he probably does different or whatever. But I mean, that's who are you going to win with, Desmond Ritter? No, no, they need a quarterback, right? Desperately, desperately. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Corey and Greenwich. Corey, you're on the frenzy. If the Chiefs win on Sunday, could you see Andy Reid or Travis Kelsey retiring? There's been rumors about both. Yeah. I could, I could see Travis Kelsey retiring. I, could, I I don't expect them to retire, but I, I could see them both retiring. You know what would stink, though? Travis Kelsey is playing at an incredibly high level right now. 
now. Yeah. Right. It, it, uh, I mean, it's still there, right? It's still well within him. If he were to retire, I mean, I would feel like I, I'm greatness is being ripped away. I don't want to say prime of his career, but when there's a lot of great career probably left. Well, let's not forget, though, the conversation surrounding him before we got to the playoffs, though. He had a bad regular season. Right. Did Travis Kelsey lose a step? Right. And in the postseason, he's been absolutely sensational. Yeah, he's been back. But, I mean, he's also got other things that he's doing. Like, his podcast is doing really well. His brother might be retiring. I mean, he's in love with Taylor Swift. I mean, does he want to do all the stuff? I'm sure if you ask, hey, Travis, you, you want to show up on Sundays and play? He'd be like, absolutely. I could still play. But that's that's not as – it's it's a lot more than that. Uh, June in Parsippany. June, you're on the frenzy. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl next week, will this be considered the worst team to win a Super Bowl since there was no 1,000-yard receiver or 1,000-yard no. rusher this season? For the no. no, this is a good football team. No. No. you got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. you got one of the best head coaches of all no. time. you got an unbelievable D coordinator. Your defense. That's the, but this speaks to just their, def- their defense not getting nearly enough, enough credit. Their, their defense is excellent. But this, I, I, don't think for a, I never thought for a second this isn't a good football team. I, I feel, and I mentioned this to Rex, and he's like, you know, it's not, a, it's not a bad point. I feel like sometimes when you're this good, you can kind of coast through the regular season at times. I think you could make a case just from top to bottom. This might be the best team that Mahomes has had. And Spagnolo is a phenomenal defensive mind. Right, but, I mean, this is the best defense he's ever had. They can actually run the football now. I mean, I know, I mean, Kelsey playing at this level, Rasheed Rice has stepped up. And just because you haven't had, like, the, the milestone numbers, is Pacheco an excellent running back? Excellent. Is Kelsey excellent? Excellent. Rasheed Rice is really good. Mahomes is legendary. So make no mistake, they, they don't have a boatload of weapons, but they still have weapons on this offense. No, they got a great kicker. I mean, the thing was, uh, you also got to understand, too, Patrick Mahomes is no dummy. Andy Reid is no dummy. Like, you got to, like, they know, ultimately, it's all about just winning, right? Like, and there's, like, sometimes you got to change the way that you win. When your defense is that, isn't that good. Isn't that the credit we give Belichick all the time? Right. Is that he's able to kind of be a chameleon and morph into how he winds up winning? Well, you saw it, dude. You saw it against Baltimore, man. They're playing the number one defense. They thought going in, that, that, and you heard from Kelsey and everyone else, that Baltimore has all season long, and that was a great defense, Ben the bully, right? So what do you do with the bully? Let's punch him in the face, see how they respond. Boom, boom, boom. First two possessions, they go down to score. Now, they made adjustments, Baltimore's defense, in the second half, but you also, Patrick Mahomes recognized, I got a great defense, too, as long as I don't make mistakes. Like, I don't need that. I don't need They didn't need points. points. Yeah, they didn't need points in the second half. Mike in Queens. Mike, you're on the frenzy. I need too, too many times. Kelsey, Pacheco, Samuel, McCaffrey. Should I take two or just go all four? And Dave, you're being a d- to Rick. Stop being mean to Rick. Well, you shut your mouth. Thank um, you, Mike. That's not what most people are saying. I don't care what most people are saying. Well, you only care about the ones that agree with you. Uh, I mean, you got to figure McCaffrey's going to score a touchdown. Well, it's like it's. I mean, it's pretty much the safest bet right now. That's so I would go. What, what was it? Was Pacheco, Kelsey, Debo, and McCaffrey? I'd go Pacheco and McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, those are the safe ones. I feel like I mean, come on, Kelsey, Taylor Swift at her first Super Bowl, coming all the way, you know, straight from a concert. She just won her uh, big-time Grammy last night. It's almost too perfect for him. It, it is really a, uh, a Hollywood story going on right now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, dude, he's dating He's dating the biggest celebrity maybe in the world. Is she the most recognizable person on the planet right now? Right now, I think she might be. Is that really true? Uh, like more person, than Ronaldo? Like, uh, at this point? More than Tiger? At this point, yeah. 
Dude, you see what a concert is doing? No, no, I know. I, I'm not. I'm not diminishing. I'm just trying to think of is there anyone in that stratosphere? Well, Dude, but just think about how many people watch the NFL now. Like, even if you like, even if you weren't a Taylor Swift, uh, Taylor Swift fan, and you're one of these people that's just hardcore football, that's just sick of watching, you know, seeing Taylor Swift on TV. Well, you're seeing her on TV, so now she's like, it's it's another, it's a different audience too. And by the way, well, this awful takes on how she's terrible and she's ruining the game. Like, what has she done? She's going to watch her boyfriend if they choose to show her. That's not her fault. No, and it seems like she's getting sick of it too. But she's done nothing wrong. No, she's done nothing wrong. I think it's it's probably the same people that thought it was a setup. Uh, let's let's go bang 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 stuff. here. Let's go, Chris and Clark. Chris, frenzy, go. After the Giants, what is the next team that Daniel Jones will play for? Oh God, I mean, I have no idea. That's a man that doesn't have a lot of faith in Daniel Jones this upcoming season, huh? Well, I think that that's pretty much understood that he's not going to be the Giants' quarterback long term. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Could you see him having success in, with Sean Payton out in Denver? Well, I think it depends. Listen, I think it depends on what he looks like when he comes back, too, man. I mean, you're talking about he's come back from an ACL, right? I mean, he did not have a good season. This, I mean, I mean, this last season was not good. Had the neck and then the knee. He had the one half against Arizona where he was lights out. But I don't know if they don't draft the quarterback. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he has a a good season. You better if hope he has, he has a resurgence and the Giants keep him. Who knows? Let, let's close it out with Colby and Asbury Park. Go ahead, Colby. Who is more likely to see their team win a Super Bowl uh, next? Myself and Rick with our Jets, Dave and his Giants, or Raymond and his Cowboys? Me. I don't know. I don't know how. Listen, and I know this is going to lead to fights. I don't know how you could say the Jets. They haven't been there in, in, in my lifetime. Yeah, but you have your own issues right now, though, too. Oh, I'm not denying the Giants' issues. But I'm just saying, like, I, I would I, cuddle Mary Trash, me, Raymond, Rick. I, Very listen, disrespectful. I don't know. I almost have to say Dallas. I, I think I don't think that's crazy. Like at least Dallas has the quarterback, and there's a real chance. I mean, Jerry's kind of the the wild card in this whole thing. But if Mike McCarthy stinks, and and they don't do well, I mean, would he suck it up and swallow his pride and hire Bill Belichick or Vrabel or someone like that? I don't. It doesn't feel like it. Uh, right now, it doesn't. But I mean, dude, who's who knows? Like, Daniel Jones comes back. He's not very good. You see, you have a bad season. I mean, you could be looking for a new head coach, looking for a new quarterback. You certainly could. You certainly could. All right, I'll blow this one dead. That was nice. That's the football frenzy brought to, by, brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit samuelpain.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Rick has changed the uh, the logo for the group chat to a, a nasty, curse-filled barrage towards us. It would have been worse if I could have I could have figured out letters. to do more. Why? Well, no, it's why? all I could do. Why you do this? Uh, because. Because why? You know why? No, because you're you're a guy that's not fully committed to to your friends on the show, and no, you don't. No, want to it's because I take no, because I take pride in being a great teammate, and it bothers me that that's being questioned. I'd love to spend as much time as possible with you guys. Sometimes I got to pick my battles. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm at fifteen percent for Wednesday. Still, that's probably gone down now since I've been attacked, but. It was 15%. It's probably a little low. But you know what? You guys don't want me at brunch? I, 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 wonder, brunch. I wonder if, if Cass is listening to this conversation, thinks to herself, of course, Rick. I'm sure oh, she I, is. I've got it. I can, I, can, I can handle this. No, no. Listen, she's not. She probably could handle it. Uh, oh, I there's know some she things could. That she, well, there's some things that she can't handle that I have to go to, that I have to, like, I'm the coach of the team. Like, there's things I have to do also. The thing that she's really concerned about is that at some point she gets a phone call from somebody that says, hey, by the way, your husband fell asleep at the wheel. He's dead. <laughs> like, that's that, the call that, that she, that's that the call that she dreads. Call. That's the fight we get into. If mm-hmm. anyone's wondering, do Rick and Cass fight? No, never. The only fight we do get in is when she said, you need to take better care of yourself. You need to actually get some sleep. Yeah. Well, you know what? You could sleep a little later in the mornings, too. No, because God forbid, I, I, God forbid I, I sleep in, and I'm like, you know what? I'll do what Dave does. I'll just roll the dice. God forbid something happens and I show up late. I don't want to show up late. So I well, leave but I never early. show up late. I never, never once have luckily, I walked in late. Luckily. Over a year, luckily. Knock on wood. Let's get to the calls. Dave in Brooklyn. Dave, you're on 9870 ESPN. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, Rick, I, I know that you feel that Aaron Rodgers is, is going to be the guy next year, but a reasonable scenario for the Jets and why I think the Jets need to draft a quarterback in the first round is let's say the Jets go nine and eight, you know, maybe squeak out ten and seven. They have a good, the decent season, but Aaron Rodgers is up and down, Dave, and Dave, then they lose. Dave, and a, they lose. Wait, listen, Dave, yeah, Dave, 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 Dave. They are not. They are not going to draft a quarterback with the tenth overall pick. I can promise you that. You're right, but but that that is another bad decision. Uh, in a line of cent- in decades of bad decisions, because if they go nine and eight, ten and seven, get a wild card, and they lose in the first round, they lose the wild card game, and Aaron Rodgers says, "I'm hanging it up," or we just had enough of Aaron Rodgers. The guy has hijacked the franchise. What are we doing for one season? We're going all in on a 40 year old Achilles. That's right. Uh, torn quarterback. That's who's right. Crazy. That's what we're doing. That's what you're doing. I mean, let's draft. Let's draft the quarterback. Okay, you know what, Dave? I, they're not going to. But let's just play the game. You pick 10th, right? 
Yeah, we picked 10. Right. Yeah. What quarterback do you want at 10? I, I, hey, look, do you know, do you guys, I, look, 10th pick in a, in a quarterback-rich draft is great. They'll get a quarterback. Or no, may, they won't. Or, or maybe I, I don't know that that's true. Bit. I don't know. I, there, there's three look, quarterbacks that are probably going to go one, two, three. Now, you're not taking a quarterback. It's not happening. Do I think there's a better chance that, you know, a mid-round quarterback makes more sense than taking a quarterback early. If you're going all in on Aaron Rodgers, how in the world could you take a quarterback with the 10th overall pick? But that's my point. Why go all in on Aaron because Rodgers you have. when the guy's got— Because you already have. Because you've done but, it. But, right. But, 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 but you're doubling down on a bad mistake. Look, the first act of Aaron Rodgers was season one. It failed. He tore his Achilles. It failed. Have you ever seen a movie where the second act or or part two was better than one outside of maybe well, you the Godfather? Seen part one yet, but never. You never saw, but you didn't see. You saw the trailer for part one. You didn't get a chance to see part one it, yet. It, right. if, it, Dave, if he and thanks for the call. If he showed up year one and was brutal and threw nineteen interceptions to fifteen touchdowns and could barely move and looked awful, and they said we're bringing back Aaron Rodgers for year two, I agree that that would be a huge misstep. But that's not what happened. You 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 know you you're you're so far in you can't get out of it now. You have to go all in to try to win with Aaron Rodgers whether you like it or not at this point. Right. And you made a good point. And he's like, "Oh, just and you could even trade up." They're not trade they're not going not only are they not going to use the 10th pick for a quarterback, they're not going to trade up into the first like higher up into the first round to get a quarterback. You don't even have a second round pick. No, you don't have a second round pick. So Again, like I understand the frustration, but in their minds, and in my mind, because we're already all in, is that you saw four plays of it. So you never really gave it a real chance to work. There's clearly things that have to be fixed, offensive line being one of them. So that's what they'll do, most likely, with the 10th overall pick is draft the tackle. Right? I mean, that's I would that, think that would make so. I would, sense. I would, I would think you'd either draft the tackle or, or sign, you know, free agent offensive lineman and draft a wide receiver. But yes. In some capacity, the two things you need to change this offseason are offensive line and, and receivers, whatever avenue you decide to take it down. Correct. I mean, you have to go all in to fix the offense. Yes. Bobby Belmore. Hey, Bob. Hey, guys. Um, hi, guys. Hi. I guess uh, the previous caller – well, let me get to – before I get to the next. You know, Mahomes' father got a DWI. I remember Andy Reid's son situation that affected. I think it would affect anyone, and it got destroyed by Tampa in that Super Bowl. Uh, before I get to, I don't want you coming to the next. But you think that's going to affect? I know as great as Mahomes is, but anyone, any person is human, and I wonder if that would take have an effect on him for the game. I, I, it's got to have some effect. I would. No. I, he, he, it feels like he's on the level of like nothing phases him, but I, I don't know. I know. I, 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 would, I would say I, I don't know with the leaning towards it doesn't have a huge effect on him. I think by the okay. time we get to the Super Bowl, that it probably doesn't. Affect, I mean, it probably doesn't affect him. By the time we get to we get to Sunday, uh, I'm sure it's a distraction that he doesn't want to have to be dealing with right now. This is not the first time it's happened either. I know it's it's a real bad look for him too, a real bad look for him. All right, somebody wants to stick up for you in this doesn't want to socialize period. Danny Long Island, hi Dan. I do not want to stick. I do not want to stick up for him. I just want to question him because I feel like I'm like a. I, first of all, no one likes the fighting. It makes for great radio. But I feel like I'm at the kitchen table. My parents are fighting, and you don't know what's going to happen next. And but I, I don't. I, I like the love of the morning. I don't like to hear the fighting. But I, I sympathize with Rick because he's the only one of the crew with the young children who demand their time and energy. 
My question, I said, maybe we could sweeten the pot a little bit by letting Rick bring unannounced guests, like it's the Christmas party. Just bring maybe his father-in-law, a couple other relatives to show up. I, I, you know what? Bring your father-in-law, bring Brian, and, and how about this? You bring Brian, Brian a job. and Brian drives you home so there's no concern about you falling asleep after the brunch. No, no, but let me ask you this job. question. Boom. Dave, let me ask this question. Dave, uh, Rick, are you planning on going to the K party on Friday afternoon? No. Oh, I, I thought maybe you were saving your favors with your no, wife no, for the no. K show. No, no, I got to pick. We got to pick hockey practice Friday. So. Dave, you got time for a quick Super Bowl trivia question? Uh, I guess. Yes, yes, he does. Don't, Which don't, quarterback? Don't, don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. I'll put whatever I want in your mouth. Uh, you the know, and, th- and therein lies the problem. <clears throat> Jalen Hurst scored three rushing touchdowns last yeah. game. He he has the record for the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Which quarterback scored the first rushing touchdown in Super Bowl history? Ooh. That's a nice little question, Danny. You like that? First rushing touch. So I don't. For a quarterback. Um. So it's not Bart Starr. I like the music, Raymond. That was nice. Nice little touch. Uh, Jim Taylor scored the first one ever. He obviously was not a QB. How many have there even there's not been a ton? There has been surprisingly few rushing touchdowns by quarterbacks. Well, I know I know Roethlisberger scored one. Because I was at that one. How many Super Bowls have you been to? Me? I've been to three. I went to the Giants, Ravens, I went to the Raiders, Bucks, and I went to the Steelers, Seahawks. Wow. Is it possible it's Fran Tarkenton? But that's not that early. I'm probably wrong. I can't think of anybody before Tarkenton in the in the Minnesota Miami Super Bowl. So I'll go with that, but I don't have great confidence in that. Well, let me tell you something. You got the right, right quarterback, but it was against the Raiders. He scored the touchdown. There wasn't a rushing touchdown by a quarterback till Fran Tarkenton scored one oh. against the Raiders Super Bowl. I believe eleven or twelve. So you nailed the right quarterback, Dave. I give you credit. All right. Well, I'll that take that. There you go, boys. Nice. No more fighting. Yeah, you got to be nicer to me. Uh, okay. I think that's what we're establishing. You need to be a better version of yourself. Right, that's on my I list of priorities. against Miami. That's a list of my priorities. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'm pretty sure Danny was wrong. I think you were right. That it was in that Miami-Minnesota Super Bowl that France Harkin scored the first ever rushing touchdown. That's right. Yeah. I don't, because I don't think he's, I think he only scored one in his career, and I think it was against Miami. Raymond, you said you looked it up as well, and, and that he did score a touchdown in that Super Bowl eight loss to the Dolphins. Yeah, it was the Vikings' only score in the fourth quarter. So I think I uh, may have gotten it right all the way, all the way around. Well, I think he only asked the quarterback anyway, so. Right, and we got we did get the quarterback. Fran Sarkin yeah. did. Um, all right, 1-800-919-3776. So did you happen to catch what Aaron Boone said over the weekend when he found out what the Orioles did with their pitching staff? I think, I think Aaron Boone probably feels the same way that most Yankees fans are feeling right now. So um, he spoke at Pinstripe Pride, 
It was an autograph signing in New Jersey, the American Dream Mall. Yankee skipper was upfront about his thoughts on Burns and what it could mean for the American League East. Quote, that can be a little bit of a problem, he told The Athletic. That was my first reaction. He's obviously an amazing pitcher going to a great team. We'll see a lot of him and look forward to competing against the best, though. But here's, here's my take. Right now, getting ready for the season, Baltimore won 101 games. And in my mind, they're a better team now than they were last season. Yeah, well, I think the bigger concern for you is, I mean, if you're a Yankees fan, it's necessarily just this season now. Right? Because, like, I mean, listen, Tampa always figures it out. Somehow, some way, they find like they figure it out. I mean, they're one of the smarter teams in Major League Baseball. Toronto's loaded with talent. They just, for whatever reason, maturity, whatever you want to call it, can't get over the hump. Got the Yankees, addition of Soto, uh, Stroman. I mean, they all feel good about themselves. And they said, Orioles, okay, yeah, flush with talent, but at some point, you know, they got to know that it's not going to spend money. So not we'll any, have to. Not anymore. Right. So we'll have to deal with it now. And then at some point, these guys will be gone. Well, now you got, I mean, you got tons of young talent. You got, I mean, you got a loaded farm system. And now it looks like you got a couple owners that are probably going to spend money. Right, and they just added an, an ace to their rotation. So, I mean, you, you, this is not we're just going to coast our way to this division year after year after year anymore. There are, there's going to be, I mean, Tampa's still good. Boston, what they're doing seems odd, but they're not horrendous. Toronto, like you mentioned, is good. And Baltimore, I'm sorry, is the cream of the division right now. Right, now, which, and it looks like there could be some staying power now, too. You know what I mean? Like in one of those like, situations where it's like, yeah, they're good now, but at some point they won't because they're going to start losing well, guys. I think what's worrisome is, I mean, the top prospect in all of baseball is going to be brought up and is going to be the starting shortstop for the Orioles, you know, game one of this season, it sounds like, in Jackson Holiday, Right. So they have tons of young talent that could now potentially be around for a long time, and you're going to continue to And add. money. And money to add to it. Right. You're not doing this on, you know, keeping your purse strings close to the vest where you just can't spend anything. Now you have money. So that would be terrifying if I was a Yankees fan. I would, that's what I would think. Yeah, I think that's what he, a lot of people think. And I think the other thing that a lot of Yankees fans are feeling like, I mean, with, with Soto on a one-year deal is, I mean, is, is this enough? Do we have enough now? Right now at this moment, do we have enough? When you say do we have enough, do you have enough to win the whole thing? Yeah, well, isn't that what it's all about right now? Right. At least uh, get to the no. World Series? No, I mean, I, I don't think you have enough to win the whole thing. And so, and I love Soto, and I love the acquisition, but my and and I like Stroman too. But you're going to tell me Radon is going to be good? You know, if you told me Radon is going to is going to turn into a legitimate number two, then we have a different conversation. I have no reason to believe that's the case. And if it were the case, then why are you going after Blake Snell? Well, t- I mean, I think you know why they're going after Blake Snell because you don't trust Radon. Oh, if the money's right, well, not only that though. I mean, you got Radon, you got um. I mean, listen, Stroman was good for the first half of the season, I think, money-wise. And then was brutal. It makes sense. You still have some, I mean, there's still got to be a question rock around uh, Nesta Cortez coming back. So, yeah, I mean, your rotation outside of the given, which is Garrett Cole. Right. I, I don't know what Radon's going to look like. I mean, he started, he missed half the season, and when he came back, it didn't look good. At all. What's T.J. LeMahieu going to look like? How know. does Anthony Rizzo bounce, you know, how does Anthony Rizzo bounce back? He was awesome know. before the concussion. Nobody knows. And again, what version Juan, of Stanton and, are you getting? And I love Juan Soto. Love him. Think he's phenomenal. Hope that, that he leaves the Yankees and goes to the Mets next offseason. He didn't get off to a great start in San Diego last year. No, he did not. Now, finished up with a really good season, but look at oh, that lineup. great. Yeah, but look at that lineup. That lineup was absolutely loaded. Right. And they failed last year. So, at the end of the and day, And they though, had the Cy Young winner last year. Right. At the end of the day, you still have Aaron Judge, who's one of the best players in baseball, maybe the best player in baseball. 
Garrett Cole is one of the best, if not the best pitcher in baseball. Juan Soto, I mean, that's a huge that's a huge addition to your lineup. I mean, you got him batting in front of Aaron Judge is a big deal. Huge deal. Who's leading off for you? Probably LeMahieu. LeMahieu? I would guess. I like Volpe. I mean, you, you it, like it, Volpe, period, or you like Volpe at leadoff? I, I Listen, I would prefer him at leadoff if he could handle it. Just yeah, it's a lot to set. ask, though, for the kid. I understand that, so he probably won't start as your, as your leadoff hitter. But I think as far as, I mean, what was the one question mark about, about him coming into last season? Uh, what, defensively? Would he be good enough defensively? Well, he clearly was because he, well, he won a, a gold he, glove. Right, he won a gold glove. So you got him. Um, there are just, I mean, for a team that's trying to win a championship, you did, there are quite a few. I There's a lot of hurdles. And remember, the, the well, Astros are still yeah. there. And the Astros are, are, you know, probably the best team in the American League. Yeah, you got Baltimore sitting there doing what they do. I mean, we're not even talking about the, the, the World Series champions who at some point are going to add an elite pitcher in Jacob DeGrom to their roster. Right. I don't know what's going on in Texas, though, with the whole... I mean, it, it is sounds weird. Like, it sounds like Jordan Montgomery wants to be there. That's not done yet. They're trying to figure out their local television deal. There's some monster free agents that are not signed. Yeah, a lot of free agents that are not signed. I mean, Bellinger's yet. not signed. No, Bellinger's not signed. You got Snell's, Snell's, not, Snell's signed. not signed. You Montgomery's got Montgomery's not signed. not signed. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean... It, the thing with baseball, too, is this whole thing. Like, it's just, I don't know. It, it, you'd much rather just, like, the as soon as the free agency, you know, kind of starts, you'd like to see it happen quick. But then there's other, there's other people that make the argument, well, this way it's kind of like a slow burn. It keeps, you know, keeps the conversation well, no, going. The NFL, but I mean, wouldn't you want to follow what the NFL does? What the NFL does on every th- single thing outside of the officiating, it's, it's working. Wouldn't you want to look at that model and say, let's do that? Let's Let's have, like, you know... A race, and at midnight on whatever day is when it opens up, and that's when all the guys get their offers. Now it becomes a talking point for for sports talk radio and for conversation around the world of baseball. Instead of being, you know, a couple of weeks away from st- spring training, have have the Cy Young Award winner from last year not signed. Well, I think it's different, though. You understand? I mean, it's just, you're talking about salary cap sports, though, too, where everyone kind of has a pretty good idea of what you're going to make. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, Blake Snell's asking for nine years, two seventy. I know, paying it's a fair point that you bring up, but there's something broken if Blake Snell is unsigned and and spring training is days away. I understand what you're saying, but if the guy is asking for a crazy amount of money, you're not going to just hey for the good of the sport, let's just pay him what he wants. No, of course not. But there's got there has to be some kind of way to figure it out, make make free agency in baseball better. Well, listen, guys ask, especially Boar's clients, ask for crazy numbers, and then they'll wait as long as it takes to try to get as close to that number as possible. That's what Boris guys do. Like they get. I, I mean, I'm sure Boris said, "This is what we're gonna. This is what we think we'll get, and we're gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna do whatever he can to get him that money." When do pitchers and catchers report? We can't soon. be far off, right? Real soon. What are we like? Ten days away? Uh it's gotta be close. Yeah. Yeah. Today's what? February the fifth. Today is February the fifth. Yep. So we're not far off. February thirteenth. Yeah. Right so eight corner. days away, huh? Nice. Wow. It's right we need here. it. Well, we're gonna need it. Well, the Met the Mets got a couple signings uh, over the weekend too. Mets uh, Mets the fourteenth, Yankees the fifteenth. Oh, it's a little Valentine's Day surprise for the Mets. Yeah, but like, come on, let's not get crazy. What? Uh, how excited are you, Jake Diekman? Yeah, how excited are you for the Mets? I'm right excited now. for baseball. Well, I know you're excited for baseball, but how excited are you for the Mets? Did you really believe when he said it at the time that we we're going to take a gap year? That we we're really going to take a gap year? No, but the, I guess he's a man of his word. <laughs> yes, it he looks is. Like the Mets are kind of punting on this season. I don't know about punt. Uh, uh, 
It's definitely not all in to try to compete for a championship. That's clearly true. All right, let, let's break. We'll come back. More NFL. Knicks trade deadline is Thursday. We got to get into that. 1-800-919-3776. Dean R with you, 9870 ESPN. Now, this is me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by and say... Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.